Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you back to another fantasy football podcast brought to you by the FLOOG Fantasy League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Guys, welcome back to the Flug. What is up? <laughs> that was a nice, uh, you know, low-key intro there. I like I'm, I'm yeah. trying. For many of our big explosive intros. That was very nice. Very, like very, very, very uh, Barry Manilow-like, you know? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> being subtle gets you, you know, where you want to be. <laughs> when in the room. Subtle intro music, too. too. When, in, when in the room. A little Yaz yes flute. <laughs> <laughs> love it yeah it's fluid yeah it's fluid it is um how are how are we guys how are we good man ready good man yeah week? it is the weekend yeah. before we're getting ready for fourth of july it is coming in hot super excited uh we have us us three us three great guys are here uh let's go around this zoom zoom real quick uh, to below, to my below me, uh, the, the you guys have been holding the four down. I missed the pod. Was it last week? So uh, thank you guys for doing yeah. that again. You guys are the consistency model in my life. Uh, below me, the Garge, the Poetica. He is appearing in his first Scott Fishbowl this year. Hey, super excited! So waiting for him to pick his draft spot so we can I did. discuss. I did. Oh, what'd you pick? Raccoon City, pick number twelve. You got no, uh, so you got the the Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pair. So you got yeah. so with the third round reversal. So you have the. Mm-hmm. That's the, why I kind of did it. I was like, yeah. I could pick two good people on the turn, and then on the next one, I get the third first pick of the third. Yeah, so um, you got to uh, We'll talk later, but you definitely. I don't know if QB QB is going to be the call right there because of mm. the super flex. It'll be interessante. That's for sure. You, you gotta take one. I mean, I'm at least, yeah, I'm, at least. you gotta take one. You already well, know. You already know who you need to pick, anyways. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if, so, if he falls, if he falls, it's Bills all day. <laughs> he's not making it to twelve. He's not. He's two or three. He, he's not. Yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Gary, Mr. Gary Jakowski, let's go. What up? What up? Any uh, any plans for the fourth? I don't know yet. Either I <laughs> might a go to Colonial Beach, b possibly maybe working if i can or c probably not do anything so those are all great I, i'm okay with all i'm honestly okay with either one of those so but um yeah to i are we just doing the whole below me thing <laughs> <laughs> well i would like to introduce none other than bill's mafia's own mr 757 bill's mafia cool. Mr. What up? What's what up? up? Yeah, I mean, life is good. Um, I can't complain. Like you said, we got July 4th weekend coming up. Uh, going to Langley um, Raceway, uh, where oh, they yeah. have uh, kind of like, you know, small time, like, you know, they got trucks there. They got, you know, regular stock cars there. Um, that I, and I say this like I'm like, I know something. I haven't been there in about 25 years. I ain't gonna lie, but that's <laughs> the impression. That's the impression I get. Yeah, I'm I'm faking it until I make it. Um, but uh, so yeah, no, that that'll be exciting. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not much of a race fan, but it's one of my buddy's friends, and I'm not gonna lie, it's free. It's a free ticket. But like I said, I I used to go when I was younger, so that's um, 
that's kind of exciting. And then probably going to Norfolk Tides game Sunday, and it's really about it. But yeah, I was saying that. Um, hey, dude, uh, I gotta break this. I gotta break this news. So, uh, who's that new Twitter follower of yours? John Cena. <laughs> what? There's no way. John, I. I, you know, I had to take a double take. I, I did a double take on it. Um, for those that don't know, John Cena is a, well, I guess he's still a part-time professional wrestler, wrestler as mm-hmm. the uh, old times would say. And he is a uh, current movie star. And um, I, these two obviously know how much of a fan I've always been. Um, if the, uh, I don't think I have to change, oh, the change that the chains in the car. Uh, basically, he had like a big old medallion uh, that said "Chain Gang Soldier." So that was like 2007. Oh, um, so yeah, so I've had that for 15 years. It probably needs to be cleaned maybe once or twice. Um, well, I'm a little but, jealous, uh, man. You got all Bills Mafia and then John Cena. That's a hell of a, I, a hell of a follow. <laughs> like I said, and and for those also that don't know, he puts on usually puts on like you know, like inspirational quotes, like, you know, some like, you know, Hey, it doesn't take much to be kind or what was it today? Today was like moving forward. Isn't always like, like basically you can move forward, but you also can stay neutral and realize that if you have a setback, you know, you can access it and then move on. You know, it's just certain, just certain quotes. So I, so I liked it. I retweeted well, it, and all and all of a sudden, I get a follow back as John Cena. I'm like, "There's no freaking way!" <laughs> and uh, I I look on it, and sure enough, blue check mark, and I and of course I'm gonna follow back. I mean, why well, why not? <laughs> John Cena followed you before you followed him. <laughs> yeah, and like somebody, I and somebody was like, uh, "Well, you know, that was pretty cool that uh, he took the time to do it." And then, like I said, you know. I was all excited, got to work, and you know, a couple people were like, "Oh, yeah, that's 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 well, real nice." I, I gotta say, I love the ego, man. I mean, I, you're like, Psh, I ain't following this guy until he follows me, and lo and behold, exactly, that's exactly how it yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, what's everybody so, drinking know? tonight? I have from uh, from Final Gravity, one of my favorite breweries. It is called Ill Technique, uh, hazy double IPA, eight percent ABV. The hops, they have Citra, and is it Yario? Is that how you pronounce it, with a J? Mm. Anyways, it's great. What about you, boys? I have the Josh Cabernet <laughs> finishing up after dinner. That a boy. And a little bit of water and then oh, some yeah. coffee to wash it down and keep me oh, going. You got a full palate. That's a hell of a palate. Yeah. yeah, I just had some water, and I put some, <laughs> like, pink lemonade. Oh, yeah. Lemonade. That a boy. Uh, I don't, no, I won't use that word. Uh, we'll the just mod- say pink lemonade. We'll- <laughs> the model of health that we should be, Ty. Yeah, yeah. Guys, make sure to I, hit I, us. I, make sure John Cena follows Ty. Guys, make sure make sure everybody else follows Ty <laughs> on Twitter at Social Media Ghost. That's so awesome. And you can see him. You can see him. <laughs> you can follow Gary on Twitter at Gars underscore Poetica. You can follow me on Twitter at jhicks804. You can follow us collectively on Twitter at theflug underscore ff. Check us out on our website, www.theflug.com. My initial 
redraft rankings should be posted very soon. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then uh, the podcast, we're on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Very frustratedly, inside joke about the Podbean uh, to be discussed later. So this is great. We're podding. It's almost 4th of July. Uh, three-day weekend, if not longer for uh, everybody, I'm hoping. Cold beer. We are... Uh... Hey, I just oh, want to yeah. tell... I just want to say, I, John Cena, you better be fucking listening to all... I mean, following all of us, man. I'm going to come hawk it up in front of you, bro. If we could get him to retweet uh, the next pod. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. That would be, awesome. be awesome. That would be amazing. He's like a... He's like a Patriots fan or something like that. Yeah. So that's the that's the only uh, down, downfall to that. But he deserves a five knuckle shuffle for that. Damn right, attitude adjustment. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so, John. No, you, it's 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 all good. I'm sure, Mister Cena will not be upset. <laughs> so tonight's pod, we're uh, it's it's a little downtime. We're uh, knocking out our divisions. As usual, getting there, getting getting halfway there after tonight. Uh, we got Scott Fishbowl coming up. Super stoked. Hopefully, Ty can still get his invite. But, yeah, me and Gary are representing. Ty, uh, like we said, Gary's got the 12 spot. I can't wait to talk about it with him. I've got the Niner in the Richmond, the, uh, representing Richmond. That's where we are, people, if you didn't yeah. know. And, th- I mean, this is it, guys. Let's rock. We uh, Our next division is AFC West. Huge. I'm very Huge. fond. Yep. Any anything yep. that I missed? Anything we need to jump on before we jump? We get into it. Mm-mm. I'll take huh? it as a mum's the word. Let's go. <laughs> let's start. Uh, let's do this. Let's start with the Chiefs. I'm biased. We'll just go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> uh, talking to the talking to the guys. Talking to the guys. I mean, we don't need to. We can say this. And tell me if you guys disagree, because then then we'll talk about it. Mahomes is a top five fantasy quarterback, redraft in dynasty. Mm-hmm. Kelsey's yep. Kelsey's a top five tight end, redraft in dynasty. Yep. Any objections there? Are we good. Forever, uh, hold, no. forever hold your peace. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Cool. Very good, guys. Uh, <laughs> the biggest thing I. Th- it, uh, the obvious elephant in the room when it comes to the Chiefs is all the whole wide receiver change. With Tyreek Hill gone, with Byron Pringle gone, with Demarcus and Demarcus Robinson gone, there are an available 260 targets based off last year. And, wow. la- and last year was Mahomes. Was it his worst? I mean, I don't know. You know, it was definitely a, it was a down year, which if you want to call over 4,800 passing yards, a down year. But, you know, he, he yeah, he didn't – he had 13 interceptions. A couple of them, yeah. Well, passing, passing yards, he was still fourth among all QBs last mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Um, yep. Second in passing attempts. I mean, this whole offense was, what, overall number three? So, I'm wondering if it will it, dwindle down at all without the likes of someone like Tyreek Hill and his explosiveness. Yeah. So, so we got, so the only, not the only starting wide receiver, but the, the only recognizable wide receiver name, we have Josh Gordon, 
but you got Miko. Miko is still there. Miko had 83 targets, 693 yards, two touchdowns. He was in on some gadget plays, like some rushing plays and stuff too. So he's he's definitely getting the role of a of a gadget in my opinion, and I don't think it's going to change this year. Tyreek with Byron Pringle with the Marcus Robinson gone, you're now adding you got Juju Smith Schuster coming in on a one year. You've got MVS Marcus Valdez Scantling signed a three year contract, and in the second round, wide receiver Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. So we could wow. uh, we could just. You know, we could take wow. the easy route and say that the 260 targets are split three ways, but that's not fun, is it? Well, this is like the opportunity for Miko Hardman to like really step up and like, you know, <clears throat> this is a huge opportunity for him. Like, I mean, because this is his fourth uh, year. So, I mean, this is definitely a contract year, too. So, I mean, that's something that's, I mean, we obviously know that Juju's going to be playing more slot receiver and he can play a little bit outside, but, and he's the big, well-known name for this wide receiver crew, but Miko Hardman's got rapport, you know, it's just yeah. a matter of him taking that next step above. And hopefully instead of just 83 targets, we're looking at somebody who gets 110, maybe 120 type targets. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. You basically, you basically said what I was going to say, yeah, he already knows his offense. He's got to step ahead of MVS. He's got to step ahead of um, Sky Moore. He's got to step ahead of Juju by knowing this offense. So that gives him an advantage, even though on, on paper, maybe those two guys are maybe more, what's the word I want to use? Revered, I guess, mm-hmm. or respected. But it, it, if you know the offense, I mean, that's, that's a big deal. That's a big, that's a big deal for him. Now, if he was coming in like those guys, I might say he might be a step behind, but he's, he's a couple steps ahead of them, at least for now. We'll see what training camp looks like. I like that, Ty. I like that. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I kind of want to disagree. I don't think I don't see Miko. I don't see Miko breaking a hundred targets. I just don't. I just even if he does step up his game, I, I, it's a mouth to feed. I mean, Kelsey's at you know one hundred and thirty targets. I. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, when Mahomes was sometimes like in a bind, like he had two options: Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Somebody else nope. is going to have to step up because Juju, as of last year, I mean, he wasn't really as much past couple of years as it is. Um, huh. we're, we're, I mean, can Sky Moore develop to somebody, especially with him being in his rookie year? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's there's a lot of few questions as to who can step up for this team. But I mean, obviously, this could bring Kelsey to be the top tight end in the league for sure. But it, one of these guys has to step up. The only matter is who. And to me, that's going to be at least the one who's going to be targeted the most. That's all I care about. But like that's, I said, that's that's the question mark. Who will be targeted the most? Yeah, I definitely – Tyreek was definitely the, the fuck it, he's up there somewhere guy. Mm-hmm. I think MVS right now is the logical – name to go there because he's always been that kind of like deep ball kind of guy mm-hmm. but i don't know about the intermediate because tyreek was definitely he could just you know the, he could do it a, all yeah he could do it all yeah so i think that's yeah. where i think that's where juju and sky more step in so i don't yeah because i think they're 
Ahead, I was just going to say, I think their route, I think their route runs a little bit better than MVS. To me, MVS kind of just seems very uh, lanky or very tall. Doesn't have, just doesn't have the route running skills that like Sky Moore has on on film or what Juju can be. Uh, like you said, Juju out of the slider, Juju out of the uh, outside. Mm-hmm. I just think MVS, MVS, MVS to me is pr- maybe a, is an upgrade version of Demarcus Robinson, but he kind of reminds me of Demarcus Robinson, honestly. Yeah, I, I you know, yeah, I, I, I get why they got him, but I'm not like, and he's. I mean, let's let's be honest. MVS is going from Aaron Rodgers to Patrick Mahomes. There's not much of a drop off, or if there is a drop off. You know, at least with Juju, he's going from Big Ben to Patrick Mahomes. That's a huge upgrade, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, MVS, to me, I think, what, he got 55 targets last year? I mean, I could see between 50 and 60. He just, he just doesn't seem to – he doesn't seem like the guy to me, in my opinion. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think a little bit more. I'm thinking 80-ish, just – but I, I could see the 50, 60 – I'm with you. Yep. I think I think Juju, yep. I think Juju flirts with a hundred, and I think I think Sky Moore is. I don't know if he gets a hundred. You know, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I also, I, I, you know, Clyde only played ten games last year, so I think he'll be more of a factor. He had twenty three targets last year. I could see him flirting with fifty. You know, in a full season, I see him flirt Ooh. with 50. And I, I mean, I don't think that's a stretch, but you guys tell me if I'm wrong. I'll say at least 35 because you're looking at 2.3 targets per game. You mm-hmm. do 17. Okay, so I said 35. Okay, I'll go 40. I'll go 40. 40 okay. to 50. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cars, anything you want to add in there? When it comes to Clyde Edwards, I mean, like, just... like kind of Ty said, I mean, anywhere between 40, uh, 45, probably. It's just, I mean, with Rojo there, too, I know it's something we want to have a small comparison in. He brings a little bit of explosiveness, power a little bit, and whatnot. So, I don't know. With Rojo there now, does that – Dwindle, you know, the value of Clyde Edwards Hilaire to you guys. Does he fall backwards in most redraft? Is he not much of a guy that, like a commodity to look at when it comes to dynasty? Because I mean, when he first came to the to the league, we all thought Clyde Edwards Hilaire was going to be the number one running back, probably, because you know, because of Andy Reid and what he is capable of bringing to most running backs. Because what I was looking at. I mean, this is regardless of their pass-catching ability, like rushing attempts. I mean, Kansas City was 20th. I mean, without Tyree Kill, who's to say that they move backwards a little bit in rushing because they're going to have to rely on the pass a lot. Yeah, I mean, they're still still a fast first team. But go ahead, Ty. Yeah, I was just going to say, when they drafted him, and, you know, Hex, you can tell me if I'm wrong, they were hoping to get maybe like a Priest Holmes. In my opinion, I mean that's the last. I mean, or Larry Johnson, but I don't know. He kind of reminds me more of Priest Holmes in a way. Um, I was, I mean, I was a fan of Larry Johnson, but just something about Priest Holmes, the way he kind of glide. Um, the, that one year, I forget the year that he had, but he had what twenty touchdowns or more. He just kind of reminded me 
more of a Priest Holmes. But, I mean, I think if I'm down to the goal line, I think I'd go Ronald Jones over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, in my opinion. I think – I mean, you could tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure. But Ronald Jones just seems like – like Gary, to Gary's point, seems more of a power back than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I think, is more of a pass-catching back than Ronald Jones. I saw some I saw some passes to Ronald Jones where he was about five yards on the side of Tom Brady, and he dropped it. Aye. So, so his his pass catching skills, eh, meh. Yeah, I'm with you. But I, but if if I'm going goal line, uh I would not want to be a Clyde Edwards uh, Hilaire owner because I think Rojo will will sneak in a couple of touchdowns from the red zone. I'm with you, and let me let me throw this because I, I didn't mention it. So, and again, we're transitioning to the the Rojo versus Clyde. So yeah. let's look at Daryl Williams' numbers from last year because now he's in Arizona. And to, I guess to kind of pat my ass, he had 57 targets last year. So if Clyde absorbed half of that, you know, we're looking at 50 easy. So, yeah, he – I mean, and Clyde missed seven games last year and only played 10 games. Daryl Williams, he had 144 carries. And like I said, the 57 targets. So, I mean – Rojo's looking at, I mean, he's looking at a hundred and I don't know, 120 attempts, Russian attempts. Easy. We well, had one, he had one on one last year. So, and that was 16 games. So, I'm not, I don't disagree with that. I say 115, 120. I mean, don't overlook uh, Jared McKinnon either because he had, mm-hmm. I mean, it was the playoffs, but he had a, quite a decent spurt last season when he got his opportunity to. I'm with you. And yet, you also had Derek yep. Gore last he's year. He's a better pass catcher than everybody on that backfield, probably. There you go. Yeah. I, like, I actually like Derek Gore. I, it's, a shame that he's, he, it's a shame he's probably not going to get a lot of opportunities, but I actually like Derek Gore a lot. I mean, he's probably the number four. Yeah, Gary made a good call. If you Just like uh, well, it was playoff Lenny two years ago, if you ride the hot hand coming off the end of last season, you got, you got Derek McKinnon who could um, – I mean, he could have sleeper value, guys. If you need, yeah, if you, right. if you, a late running back that you want to snatch up, I think McKinnon could be the guy. I think Rojo could have sleeper value too. I mean, a twelve-team league. I mean, what time? What? When are people going to start flirting with that? Maybe like the eighth round, off the top of my head. I don't know. I mean, McKinnon at thirty. McKinnon at thirty. I think he's thirty. Is he twenty-nine or thirty years old? Yeah, uh, let's find I out. Think he's he's either twenty-nine or thirty, but I'll just say. I think he's the best athlete 30, among those. 30, 30. He's 30. I think he's the best athlete among all those running backs. I really Ooh, do. I like that. I like uh, I've always been a Jared McKinnon fan, but another guy that just doesn't get opportunities. But, man, last year, especially against my Bills, um, he, he stepped up for them. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Anything else we want to talk about on the Chiefs? I think we kind of – well, let's – sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, not because they knocked out my bills, but I got to give them credit. Fifth, fifth best O-line. Gary and I started doing, like, O-line rankings. Nice. They had the fifth best O-line, according to PFF. Nice. And right. in your boy Creed Humphrey, if I'm not mistaken, a 91.4 PFF. Mm-hmm. It was better than all the guys on the Bucks. Who were higher than them, and it was all it was better than all the guys 
on the Eagles better than him. And it was only a couple people like Zach Martin that had a better one. So Creed Humphrey was a what a what a what a pick. Was second round? Yeah. Second round, what a pick. So yeah, fifth best O line. And they had and they had Joe Tunney and Orlando Brown. He might have been a third. What's that? He might have been a third round pick. Either second, way. In the second they took either. Nick Bolton in the last year. And they took Nick Bolton. Did they have two seconds? I know they took Nick Bolton in the second. They might have had they had two seconds. They might have been more he might have been the sec. Yeah, you're right. They took Nick Bolton and then they took him in the second, took Creed. Well, Nick Bowen's another good – I think Nick Bowen's a good play. I I don't know. Maybe a lot of people aren't a big fan of Nick Bowen. I'm a big fan of Nick Bowen. I think he's going to be good. He won I that. Think we, he needs... we had that shit game at the end of the year versus the Broncos. and Broncos. He, yep. he, won the, he pretty much won us that game because he caused that fumble and returned it too. But, but yeah, they're still going to have a really good offensive line. But, yeah, that, that's all I got. And I think, I think you need to factor that in too when you talk about Juju because you go from – I mean – he had that great year with A.B. and Ben, but now, I mean, the last couple of years, I mean, well, obviously we know Ben sputtered out. And that mm-hmm. O-line has been bottom. Atrocious. Okay, there, you said it for me. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, better O-line, a better quarterback. I, it, and, again, like you said, with MVS, like how much is that going to change when you go from Mahomes to Roger? You, you're going with a top-tier quarterback. Like, it's not the quarterback yeah. that's the problem. Nope. So. It's it's probably you, yeah. So, all right, cool guys. Let's anything else. I mean, you know, I could talk, keep going, but uh, NT ways. Are we are we good guys? Yeah, I told. Yeah, October sixteenth. I can't wait. Four o'clock. Anyways, next. Oh, is it in KC? Is it in Buffalo? No, it's in KC. Like it always is. Is it no? We played. I thought the regular season game was in Buffalo last year. No the regular season game. No, because I went. Remember the KC. KC. Oh shit! Yeah, you did. Oh, I, anyway. can't, I can't keep up with you. I'm going to my first big event in November, and I am so excited. Side note: we got tickets to uh, Billy Strings. Hell yeah! So it's a con. Yeah, it's in. Well, yeah, I'll talk about it later. We have a nice yeah. little. We have a nice little crew of people going. Oh yeah. So, anyways, listen to Billy Strings if you haven't, people. He's amazing. Uh, let's go to the radars. So, the biggest elephant in the room, I think we need to talk about, is Devonte Adams. Right? He got he paid big. You know they paid big money, which I mean he deserves it. He's a great wide receiver. He. He wanted to go like the Packers, I think, offered him more money, if not the same. And he was pretty much like, I've always wanted to, you know, I've always wanted to be a Raider. So he, the man is following his dream and you can't knock him for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And his college teammates and his college quarterback yep. happens to be the quarterback for the Raiders. Yeah. It's a, it's a perfect marriage, as yeah. they would say on paper. Yeah. <laughs> on paper. So, could be an sorry. older, could be an older sorry. version of uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase here. Ooh, ooh, good one. That's such a great combination too. They're so good together. I hate it. Like but, lamb and tuna, like lamb and tuna fish. Lamb and tuna. Exactly. 
So guys, let's look let's look at the Raider target share from last year just to break it down real quick. We got Hunter Renfro, 128 targets went for a thousand yards. You got Darren Waller, 93 yards. Let's talk about Darren Waller real quick so we can nip this in the butt. I have him as a top five tight end. Does anybody do any of you guys have him not in the top five? Oh no, he's top five for sure. So yep, absolutely. Okay, issue address check mark. Let's go. <laughs> we got uh we got uh Brian Edwards, but he got he got traded, right? To Atlanta. To Atlanta. Yep. We got Zay Jones signed with Jacksonville. Yep. Ruggs is we're not we, he's <laughs> he's not on the team. We'll just leave it at that. So okay, so in Deshaun Jackson, he had 20 targets last year. So count that as what you asked. So we're looking at Brian Edwards, uh 120, about 140 ish. Targets. Willie Sneed was on the Raiders last year. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here we go. So we're looking at like 140 targets. And didn't Devontae Adams have more than that last year? 169. Okay. Yeah. So suck that up like a sponge. So here we go. And Waller had 93 targets in 11 games. Good night. Mm-hmm. If he played the full season, what's that put him on track for? Like, God, Jesus, jumped up. You said you, you said ninety three targets, eleven games. Yeah, somebody do, like math. A, somebody do math for me. That's a hundred and thirty, hundred and thirty six, hundred forty. Yeah, yeah. Could have had like fifty to sixty more targets. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, you got Devontae Hunter and Darren Waller. Wow. Yeah, dude, something's got. I don't know. This is. Something's got to change, boys. I mean, Hunter Renfro, he's going to be, I don't know, short straw. Him getting, 100, him getting 128 targets is going to be, you know. That's going to be tough. I think he drops down below 100. Easy, right? Yes, yes. Devontae gets 150-plus easily. And 150 is probably being disrespectful. But yeah, yeah. And he missed a game. He got 169 targets and he missed a game. Holy shit, boss. <laughs> That's well, nuts. He's, he's looking pretty smooth right now, too. And I mean, even the offense last year was 11. So you're looking at um passing passing yards. Derek Carr threw actually 4,800. Uh, passing yards. So I mean, that's pretty damn good. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he can eclipse five thousand this year. That's right there with my homes. Set a career. Yep. High. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he. I mean, listen to this. Fourth in completions, fifth in attempts, fifth in complete percentage, fifth in passing yards, six in yards per game. Like, I mean, that was without Devontae Adams. That was that was without Darren Waller for six games. That's pretty stout, guys. Yeah, and and I'll I'll just I won't say a word I was going to use, but he gets crapped on a lot. He gets crapped on a lot because I mean, like only twenty three touchdowns. That's not sexy when it comes to like fantasy football. I think he was what was it thirteenth in touchdown passes. Like Carson Wentz had more touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, but. But I mean, he had that with Renfro and Brian Edwards and Zay Jones. Mm-hmm. 
with a healthy Darren Waller and a Devontae Adams. Oof. Josh Josh Jacobs, he was uh he was mediocre in the passing game. He caught 54 of 64. So that's, I mean that's pretty good. That's pretty dependent. And when especially when you have Kenyon Drake, who I mean everybody's more seeing him more as like a receiving running back, you know. So he caught 30 of 40. So that's a hundred targets to the running backs right there. So right now, mm-hmm. right now in my rankings, I have Carr at 13. I've got him. I've got Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts above him, Russell Wilson above him. Right below him, I got Cousins, Tua, Trey Lance. So I don't know which. I mean, if which, I, I like, yeah, I like. I like in the top thirteen or fourteen. I'm I'm good with that. So I I don't have him as a QB one, which I guess with those numbers, I guess well not with the touchdowns, you know, with the yards, it's there. But you also he's not really that much of like, you know, you got Russell Wilson who averages four to five rushing touchdowns. You got Jalen Hurts who ever had how many Gary? Ten. Uh something like that. And you got. Dak usually gets a handful. You got Kyler who gets five, six easy. You got Lamar Jackson, you know. But you also got to remember, like, if they're, like, first and goal from the one or first and goal – they're first and goal, they're going to try to run it. Yeah. They're going to try – they're going to they're gonna try to use Jacob's power. So, that's that's where – that's where he kind of loses on touchdowns is when they're, they're in goal line situation. Yeah. Because, I mean, Josh Jacobs – Josh Jacobs for – only averaging like four yards per carry, he did have nine touchdown runs. Yeah. I mean, you know, and they were probably all from like the one yard line. So, all right, let's, let's, we tell you, we guys kind of mentioned Josh Jacobs a couple of times. Where, where are you guys at on him? Are you guys worried about so Samir White they drafted, which I know a couple of us are pretty big on him. Uh, what are you guys thinking about him? I guess both of them in tandem, I guess, essentially. Well, I mean, I mean, you see that as Josh McDaniels, who pretty much came from that Patriots backfield. Yeah. I don't think it'd be yeah. as ridiculous as that, but I still mm-hmm. see Jacobs being able, because he has pass catching ability. I mean, I know when we talked about, um, oh man, what's his name? Who's the lead back? Uh, Damien, Damien Harris, like uh, in New York. Or New England, like he was, he'd had a little over 200 touches or rushing attempts. So mm-hmm. I think I see just Josh Jacobs like that. You still have Kenya Drake. I mean, I think with Samir White, they'll probably just ease him in, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. Not, I mean, just to give the other backs a breather. And you know that Josh Jacobs, he's not getting a contract extension as far as we know. So I mean, it's nope. going to be the Kenyon Drake and Samir White show next season. You know, plus yeah. not to mention they brought Brandon Bolton over, who used to be with New England. Is good for one fantasy week of blowing up every yes. year. But yep. are we going to see that same BS that we saw in New England? The same okay. BS from BB. Plus, if you put it this <laughs> way, too, they were twenty-six in rushing attempts last season. The twenty-six. That's crazy. Was Josh Jacobs going over two hundred rushing attempts? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you gotta and think I, this. This team started with Gruden, and then all that shit happened, 
and they had the interim coach come in, and the guy did a great job. He got him in the playoffs. I thought they should have hired him. I'll be honest with you. Josh McDaniels. The guy Josh had McDaniels. They want the name. They want the flashy name. It's Vegas, you know. But I mean, yeah, that guy had the team. You know, if you take that team from what happened and you rally them guys, get them in the playoffs, that guy deserves a, deserves a whole lot. Yep. And yeah. I'm saying that as a Chiefs fan. <laughs> well, so. speaking of that, you know, speaking of that, it's funny, you know, going back to O-line rankings, we, we talked about – so, just spoiler alert, the Chiefs had the best O-line in this division. The Raiders had the worst O-line in this Damn. division. Sorry, Jared, uh, our buddy Jared. Mm-hmm. But they were 28 out of 32 in in O-line rankings. Their best player had a PFF ranking of 84.2, Colton Miller. Their very next guy had a PFF ranking of 64.2. Damn. And that was a center. And that was a center. So... And that went, says the, the rest of their line was terrible. So, I, um, if, you, if you get into Scott Fishbowl, you have to go to Buffalo for the draft. There's a they're having a live draft in Buffalo. Thurman Thomas what, is going to be there. What day? What day was it? Don't you don't you uh, tell Ty about a good time? He'll be Thir- there. Hell yeah. Thursday, hell yeah. the, Thursday the fourteenth. It would be on a Thursday. God. Trust me, you'll make it happen. Knowing you, <laughs> I know you did. You did mention Thurman Thomas. I got vacation. I I got vacation. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the pod. No, that's all good. But yeah, that's a great way to interrupt. We need a Bills reference. Yep. I'm, yep. I'm trying my best. That's, try- that that's <laughs> so. But that I think that's the only thing that stops the Raiders is I think their own line is the only question I have. Mm-hmm. You like I said, you got the 28th ranked offensive line. Derek Carr got sacked 40 times, fifth among all teams, or fifth among all quarterbacks. Well, I so I seem I sometimes I see Josh McDaniels as a hothead. He'll make sure that their cohesiveness is legit, you know, because I mean yeah. you have just about every position fairly stacked on offense so i mean all it is like you said ty is that just that offensive line which i think will definitely upgrade a little bit you know i mean sometimes yeah. there's some growing pains through most offensive lines but i'm sure that's something that josh mcdaniels will make sure of with this team so mm-hmm. all right so just going off these are my rankings i put together I had I got Josh Jacobs at 23. Or is it 22? 22, I'm sorry, because it's wow. So oh. RB, so I have well, here's who I have above him. So let's I'll let me spit off the top the five I have above him, and you guys can bash me. I got ETN above him, David Montgomery, JK Dobbins, Antonio Gibson, Javante Williams. I mean, that's legit, dude. I mean, I see Josh Jacobs like somewhere in the early to mid-20s. Right below him, I got Elijah Mitchell, Damian Harris, Clyde, Brees Hall, Miles Sanders. So he's, RB, yeah, like- he's an RB2. I have him as an RB2. I don't think 
Did any of are if, if he's your RB one, are you guys excited? No. Okay. No. No. He's RB two territory now, and he's better than RB three. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And maybe I have him above David Montgomery just because I feel like the Raiders are Ooh. the Raiders are a playoff team question mark uh, and the and the Bears are the Bears are not a playoff team so game script wise you know the Bears might be throwing a lot more you got you know Justin Fields maybe rushing maybe stealing some rushing touchdowns so that's the only thing off the top of my head. That's tough, yeah, because I like David Montgomery to play better, but yeah, the Bears offense is just absolute dumpster fire. Sorry, whoever's a Bears fan. Um, so. All right, let's keep on trucking. Are we good on the Raiders? Anything we're missing? I think we're, so, I mean, are we all locked in on Devontae Adams, 150 targets, and everybody else just gets the scraps? Yeah, yeah. So concerned the top five. Well, I mean, what sure. what will tell me this? I uh, mean, could this knock Waller out of? Not like not he can he could not be a top five tight end if he's if he's Devontae is taking some of these targets. I mean, look at Tyreek Hill and look at Travis Kelsey together. Yeah, and then Hunter Renfro is getting the scraps. Okay. Yeah, if, if Hunter Renfro, if Hunter Renfro can get 128 targets, I mean, yeah, Darren Waller can get. 100 plus. I mean, he would have, he would have if he had played 17 games. Yeah. And I'll just say, and I'll just say, Devontae Adams, there's only one other receiver better than him in the league, in my opinion. And we talked about him last week. Jamar Chase? Negative Ghost Rider. Cooper Cup. All right. He's your RB, he's your wide receiver one. Yeah. All right. All right, boys. Let's jump to LA. And let's go Chargers. Go Chargers. Go. So let's knock this out. Justin Herbert is a top five quarterback. Any any rebuttals? No rebuttals. Again, five thousand no. yards, more more yards than Mahomes in car passing. Thirty eight touchdowns, and that's more than both of them. So let's start with let's start with the wide receivers. Probably the you know, the hotter topic. Uh, so you got Mike Williams. He had, he had more yards. He had more touchdowns. He had tw- 20 less targets, 20 some less targets. Keenan Allen had 157 to Mike Williams, 129. So forgive my math, but uh, here we are. <laughs> but uh, they both missed, both, both missed one game each. You got Jared Cook is gone. He frees up 83 targets. You guys got one of my favorite tight ends coming in, Gerald Everett, who will be a tight end one this year. He'll be a top 12 tight end. You heard it here on the podcast first, on the food first. Wow. He'll be a top 12 tight end. Will he get 83 targets? I don't know. Will he get 60 targets and have eight touchdowns? Yes. Well, yeah, if you're going to say he has 60 targets, then he's going to have a huge touchdown upside to be top 12. Yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he will. I just, I've always been – he's my guy. 
He's my guy. So, uh, all, all right, right. Keenan, Keenan Allen, 157 targets, guys. Mike Williams, 129 targets. I'm going to leave this to you guys to fight it out. What were you guys at? Does this change? Does it stay the same? Tell me why. Stays the same because there's nobody else to really challenge them, in my opinion. It's this wide receiver is going to be the same. It's going to be Keenan Allen and Mike Williams as the top two dogs, and then Jalen Guyton and Joshua Palmer fighting for number three. It'll probably be Joshua Palmer because he got drafted. Jalen Guyton didn't, uh, and they had similar numbers. So, yes, nothing changes. Dude, watch out for DeAndre Carter, though. I think he'd be a good dark horse, especially with how good he was with uh, the Washington football team before they were the I mean, commanders. <laughs> he, he was I, a great – he had some legit games last season, and I think he's somebody that Justin Herbert can, you know, rely on um, as a third wide receiver. But, I mean, who's to say, too? I mean, we do just know Mike Williams and Keenan Allen do get hurt. So, any of these other three guys and Josh Palmer, DeAndre Carter, Jalen Guyton can all step up. Uh, what I kind of wanted to go through real quick is that they were fourth in offense, second in passing yards with Justin Herbert, third in attempts. But I think with this defense and all the addition they have, Oof. that brushing uh, upside can come back up because they were 21st in rushing yards. So, I mean, it's 22nd in attempts, but they were still second in the red zone. So their passing definitely gave this offense a huge boost. But who's mm-hmm. to say that this rushing attempts couldn't get into the mid um, part of the league, like in the 15th or 16th in rushing attempts? Because, I mean, you see how that defense and the additions that they got, that they won't ever have to really play from behind much at all. Where I mean, Brandon Staley, a second season with the team as head coach, he might be, make a little bit more like you know better decisions than he was as a rookie head coach. So I mean, I think the, the he could rely on the run pretty well too, especially with that defense, you know, looking pretty stout. And they what Isaiah Spiller was a second round pick, right? Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, Dan Josh, Joshua Kelly, Larry Roundtree haven't really been much of anything, nope. and Justin Jackson is gone. So, yeah, they didn't they didn't wait they didn't draft Isaiah Spiller in the second round not to make some kind of impact. Even yeah. though I even though Austin Eckler's numbers were a lot better than I thought they were, I did not know that he had twenty touchdowns and over fifteen hundred yards. Yeah, it was interesting seeing in uh, most uh, fantasy rookie drafts too. Isaiah Spiller was like back in the second round, you know, a little bit after the NFL draft. And he went, he boosted all the way up to late first or early. Yeah, late first. You know, mm-hmm. that was a mm-hmm. huge jump he had. But now you might be right. Like you said, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't draft him not to make an impact. And yeah, their defense looks scary on paper. With the addition, so yeah, they might they might run the ball a lot more than they did last year. Mm-hmm. I'm with you guys. I, yeah, that team's 
This, from a, a, not a fantasy at an NFL standpoint, this team is pretty damn solid. This whole division is stacked. Did you guys say? Yes. So yes. Eckler, 94 targets last year, guys. Yeah. I mean, I don't see that changing. That's nuts. No. He missed one nope. game. I don't see that changing. He get, he, he's yeah, a good route runner. Yeah, he, with the healthy season. Yeah. He's a good route runner. I mean, can run the screens, can run traditional routes. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that being a drop off. Yeah, he was number three most targeted out of all. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that changing. Dude, he's a human ninja turtle. Ain't you see yeah. how shredded he is? He's like fucking. Oh, he's he could get. He's so shredded he could kick Shredder's ass. Oh, right. boom! We did that. We did a lot of that. Side, yeah, oh, yeah. side. We got the like some old school Ninja Turtles, Turtles and Turtles, Turtles and Time. No, it's the new. It's the remember the arcade game, Not yeah. Turtles. Yeah, they they made a. Uh, I guess you would call it a sequel. Was it the Shredders? Oh shit! Shredders oh, shit. Revenge. So super super Shredder. Well, as he's, I guess he's the super Shredder mm-hmm. in the end of it, Gary. Yeah, sure. I mean Jack knew all these guys, like all the the. The bosses, the I got maggots, it. maggot bosses that we have no idea. Was Big Daddy Cool Diesel in it? Kevin Nash. Mm. It was all animated. So oh, yeah, shit. so everybody, if you don't know the, I'm sure we all put our quarters in the arcade machine back in the day. The original Turtles arcade game. Well, they they made a sequel. If you haven't seen it, and uh, if you have a console, it's uh it's like twenty five bucks. It's a great it's a great buy. You can do six people online. So you have the turtles, you have Splinter, you have April to start. So uh, we we squatted oh, up. We did we did four of us and we squatted. Up. It was a great time. It was really fun. Let's kick shell. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it has a lot of the old school throwbacks in it. Mm-hmm. So I remember most. I think I remember like half of the like villain characters. Yeah, if you're hearing that. So that's a good plug. Good plug. Good plug. Good game. Good game. Goodbye. Yeah. Anything so we kind of breached the Chargers? Um, anything else you guys want? To, where you, okay, yeah. Let's look at. Let's talk about Eckler's. Uh, that like where you guys drafted Eckler? I have him. I got him at number six, and now I see those ninety-four targets. I think he should be a little higher. So I got JT's my one. Derek Henry's my, and this is redraft. I got Najee Harris three. Mixon four, McCaffrey five, Eckler six. Call me, call me crazy, and maybe it's just an injury thing. I'd have him above McCaffrey. I know that's crazy talk, but McCaffrey keeps getting hurt. I'm with you. I'd... Talent, talent is there. The more talent, but it's like the old adage: availability is the best ability. I kind of want to put him at three now that we reviewed. You- he was third. He was third in scrimmage, scrimmage yards behind Najee and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I, I, think I would probably put him ahead of Najee for sure. I mean, I I'd have, I'd probably have him neck and neck with Joe Mixon at three. Yeah, and he was tied with Jonathan Taylor with twenty touchdowns. I mean, I'd still take Jonathan Taylor off. Yeah, you can make it. You can make the argument, like Gary said. Yeah, it's just uh, McCaffrey is such a question mark. So we'll get to that when we knock that division out. So 
so there we i don't uh, yeah i'm glad we uh i'm glad we reviewed so maybe maybe my rankings will become our consensus rankings if we uh if, if this, we have if we have a powwow and 10th 10th among uh all linemen for sean slater they drafted in the first round last year they needed to protect uh justin herbert he had a pff rating of 81 which isn't bad or i'm oh, sorry 83 which isn't bad for a rookie so um they got the line they got the line and they're basically they basically just they're basically just reloading didn't they do the first offense. round this year they went Zion Johnson, guard yeah. out of uh, uh, BC, Boston College. Yeah. So yeah, so basically they're just they're just reloading. Um, it's like it's like they don't need to do a flashy pick because they got everything covered. So Zion Johnson, Zion, Zion, yeah, yeah. Basically, what I was going to say great pick. Down with so. the Chargers. Yeah. Are we are we going to bolt yeah. out? <laughs> <laughs> Well played. Well played. Let's all right. Let's uh, should be some hot topics here. The last team we're going to talk about, obviously, is the last team in the AFC West. It's the Denver Broncos. A lot happened. We've discussed this already. Russell Wilson is now a Bronco. <laughs> Breaking what? news. Breaking news. <laughs> Not so. <laughs> there's a. It's. A, I mean, it's a whole culture change there. That don't they, they have a new coach too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Fangio got fired. Yeah, yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, thank you, thank you. All right, let's hope he can hack it out. Um, <laughs> so I, I, this is one of those ones we go and look at last year, and it's kind of hard to, you know, take take the stats and, you know, use it as a bias because I mean, it's a whole new team, it's a whole new mindset. You had Teddy Bridgewater. And Drew Locke throwing the ball. You had that guy. Yeah, was it Kendall Hinton? Hinton? Didn't he God play? Bless him. He, yeah, yeah, he played. He played the one game because yep. everybody caught COVID. And that was, I mean, that oh was like, God. wasn't it like the worst starting, like quarterback start ever or something like that? Yeah, I think but it was like one for one for fifty, maybe. He threw. He never. He didn't throw an interception. He was ne- they never ran the ball. He had one completion for one attempt for a hundred, yeah, for one yard. Uh, oh, <laughs> what the shit? Okay, yeah. So, I th- I think it's kind of hard to go off last year's numbers, but I mean, where are you guys at on Russell? I mean, Russell kind of had a down year. He had that was that finger injury. And I think he came. I, I think he came back early from the injury. He should have stayed out longer because when he came back, he wasn't. He won't hit no much because I had him last year in Scott Fishbowl, and he uh, he came back. And when he came back, he just he got me negative points one week because he did so shitty. Yeah. yeah, but you gotta remember. I mean, he still had twenty five touchdowns and six ints, and he's going from an offensive line. They gave up 46 sacks mm-hmm. to an offensive line. They only gave up 28. I mean, shit. Seattle, Seattle's first two picks, I believe, were offensive tackles, if that tells you something. And minus if minus DK and Tyler Lockett, there's nothing else 
with wide receivers, at least with Denver. I mean, the potential is there. You got Cortland Sutton, you got, you got a uh, Judy, you got Tim Patrick, you got KJ Hamler, like all four of these guys could be absolute studs. Um, if they were able to stay on the field and if they had a quarterback, now they got the quarterback. So, I mean, Russell's in a better situation and so are the receivers than they were last year. Yeah, yeah, I, to- I totally agree with you. I mean, there's a good chance that Nathaniel Hackett's just going to let, I mean, like the whole moniker was last season, like let Russ cook. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were just talking about what, the Chargers yep. and how Brandon Staley's first year, like he had Justin Herbert, you know, mm-hmm. second and third and passing attempts. So, I mean, this is something where he he's going to just rely on Russell Wilson and his, uh, you know, his veteran status and just like, you know, let him do what he does best. And Nathaniel Hackett's going from Aaron Rodgers to Russell Wilson. I mean, to, elite quarterbacks on their a games they're two of the best maybe ever mm-hmm. so i mean you know it's not like nathaniel hackett's going from you know aaron Rodgers to god bless him mr Trubisky because he was a bill last year um you know <laughs> so i mean this this is a i think this is a win-win for all parties on paper absolutely Absolutely. So we're, I so yes, I'm going back to my rankings. I got I got Russell as QB ten right now. So I think for, it's a fair spot to put him. For argument's sake, he's 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 back to being a QB one. Mm-hmm. I got him. I got Dak, I, Matt Stafford, and Rogers above him right now. Yeah, because what and, was it in 14 games? He only had 400 passing attempts. Mm-hmm. That ain't mm-hmm. that ain't shit. Mm-hmm. No. So, I think that's easy. I think let's let's jump to the wide receivers. I think that's. I don't know. I think that's that's probably the one that people are taking the deeper dive into. And and and, my opinion is Judy, and Cortland Cortland Sutton. Do you guys before we jump into it? Do you guys have one that you prefer over the other? That's hard. I mean, I don't. Yeah, a, I yeah. want to say maybe I'd probably just if I had to choose, I'd probably go Cortland Sutton. But the only reason is because Jerry Judy, as great as his route running is, sometimes it takes time for him to finish his route. That's the only thing that I can see. I mean, that's the only thing I really had on that. I mean, you have great great backups in depth and Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler. I mean, I want to see if Seth Williams can be a thing or like Travis Fulton. Because I mean, shit, going back to the Eagles, Eagles blood. Like, uh, oh, do you? Yeah. Like, I mean, Fulton can, he's got, he's got, uh, he's got some upside too, you know? I mean, I wanted to be, I'm sorry, Gary. No, no, go ahead. I was just saying, I wanted to be Judy. Because I mean, if if you're a Bronco, I mean he's 23, son or uh, son's gonna be 27. Now Judy, his complete or his uh his um not complete percentage, but you know his um catch the catch the target catch was better, 67.9 compared to Cortland's 59.2. But then again, 
this goes back to also Teddy Bridgewater and um, Drew Locke, but does Russell Wilson finally unlock Jerry Judy and what they drafted two years ago? Right. Like, yeah. can, you know, I mean, just Cortland Sutton can have like small strides of DK Metcalf, you know, maybe not the speed and whatnot, but like, you know, the size is definitely mm-hmm. a capability for him, you know, in any kind of contested catches. Whereas Judy, he's capable of getting open. And I mean, we do see Russ, which is why I really think KJ Hamler can have a really good season, especially if he wants to be that Tyler Lockett esque that Russell Wilson once had. So, I mean, there's a big, it can be just about anyone, but I mean, who's to say he can't make two like top 20 wide receivers at all? Um, with KJ Hamler being like, you know, a decent wide receiver three play. So I don't know, but the battle between Sutton and Judy, I think for right now, I'm going to just have to go to Sutton because he was on a huge kick. What was it, a couple of years ago before he got injured that one season? Yeah. I'm going Judy, guys. Okay. I'm going Judy. I just – Sutton caught – he caught a, a, a skosh over half his targets. Again, from par at best quarterbacks. But I, I'm just going to – for now, it's it's the end of – it's the beginning of July. So, I ain't hating. So, I let's, let's throw this out, too, because – I, I didn't. We didn't really uh, talk about this in "quote unquote" rehearsal. Albert O. I'm not even going to try his last name. I know I should as a host of a fantasy football podcast. I know how to pronounce it. There we go. There we go. Gars all the way. So I there apologize to all our listeners um, for missing that. But guys, Noah Fant gone frees up 90 targets. That's huge for a tight end, guys. That's really big. Yep. Are you guys? Albert O. Okay, so you're not getting him as your tight end one, or if you are, tell me now because this is a hot topic. Um, okay, so I got I got to see it first. I have to see it first. Are you even drafting him as your tight end too? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because okay. I mean, this goes back to <laughs> it's probably not a great re- well. He's a starting tight end, so yeah, absolutely. He's a starting tight end with Russell. Yeah. Okay. Now, if it now if it's like an eight team league or a ten team league, eh, maybe not. But yeah, if we're in a deep league, fourteen, sixteen, absolutely. Who does ten team in leagues anymore? Uh, I am Ronberg. Who does an eighteen league? Come on. <laughs> if you come on, get more friends, people. Let's be honest. I'm trying. No, not you. You know what I mean. I am. All right. Sixteen team. There you go. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. Okay, so we addressed that. Are we good on the wide receivers? I feel like you guys crushed that pretty good. I didn't. Yeah. So let's go to the, to the running backs. So up until was it last month or was it May? Uh, Melvin Gordon was on the team. He was still a free agent. They said he was going to go to the Broncos and all this stuff. I mean the Ravens. I'm sorry. And then he resigned because that was all Javante Williams. People had him. And Dynasty, Dynasty, still people still have him as like a top five running back. I don't, but anyways, Ooh. so people people were sky's the limit on this guy. Now Melvin Gordon is back, so I kind of want to see where you guys are at on him. 
you know, redraft dynasty. Open the box. Let's go. Well, it definitely hurts Javante Williams quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, with all that upside. But, I mean, PPR. I mean, Melvin Gordon was a, a low-end a running back, too. Yeah. I mean, he had 203 rushing attempts last season. Mm-hmm. Almost got up a thousand yards off of they that. They both had two hundred and three. Holy shit! Yeah, but Javante did have um, fifteen more targets. Yeah. So, I mean, because it was Javante's rookie year, you could see of, you know, it's fifty fifty in carries. You could see, I think fifty five forty five because you got to remember Melvin's twenty nine. I mean, at some point the wheels are going to go are going to fall off. Let's be honest. I mean, he's still playing. He's still playing at a at a high level, but at some point, you got to let you got to let the the young buck run. I mean, he's twenty two years old. You got to let him run. Tell and me he was if, first. Tell me yeah. that when I'm twenty two. Exactly. Let that young buck but run. Let the young buck run. And I saw a stat where he was the most in the most broken tackles per attempt out of anybody in the NFL. And so, so, I mean, you got to let, you got to let him run. Like I said, he already had 15 more targets. You got to let the kid run at some point. They drafted him, what, first, second round. You got to let the kid, you got to let the kid uh, run. So Step I think you see. The man go through. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I was, I was so looking at a breakdown of his, uh, Rushing attempts. I mean, he started the season strong. Uh, first three weeks of the season last year, 14, 13, 12 attempts. It dipped down kind of the middle of the season. Then the end of the season, he uh, a game versus Chargers, he ramped it back up. Well, even Dallas, he had 17. Had to dip down to eight, then went to 14. 23 attempts versus KC. 15 and 15 back-to-back, then dipped down to seven then finished with 14 and 12 attempts. So he had, he had like a, what he had a game a stretch in the middle of the season where five, one, two, three, five out of seven games, he had less than 10 attempts. They also lost a lot of those games. <laughs> so there's some correlation guys. Let's yeah. right, one, two, in those games where he had less than 10 attempts, they lost four out of five. So there you go, NFL. Wow. Wow. I'm a free agent. <laughs> Sorry. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, guy, this guy's great. Are you guys – all right, let's say this. In redraft, are you drafting him in the first round? I have a hard time doing that, man. I got him at 18. Yeah. Yeah, because even though I'm more of a Javante fan, let's face it, it's still going to be probably 50, 55, 45. I'm being my, or I'm being hopeful 60, 40. But yeah, I can't, I can't draft. I can't draft him first round. Not a guy mm-hmm. that shares that many carries. I mean, let's say he takes a small step forward. I mean, he was running back 17 last season. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, you got He's got a. Yeah, he's got to put up running back one numbers. That's I where I have him. That's where I have him right now. So, 
let's yeah. do a little retread from when we talked about rankings earlier. The three I have above him are Cam Akers, Zeke, and James Conner. And the three I have below him are Antonio Gibson, J.K. Dobbins, and David Montgomery. So tight squeeze, but you know. I I would I would pick him over Cam Akers. That's just me though. No, I'm again, listening. he's he's coming off a major major knee injury. That's uh yeah. But yeah, everything else I, I agree. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Gars. Yeah, I'm with it. Who are you with, Gary? <laughs> me, myself, and I. Are you with Ty or you're with me? It's fine. We're splitting straws, guys. I mean, come on. Again, it's July. So no, I like him. I like a, a high end uh, running back too. I could see him as that for sure. But like choosing him yeah. in the first round is a little too much. Second round? Yeah. I, I, if it was on the um 12 team. Yeah, 12 team on the end of the second round, I'd do that. Yeah, he, if he was your second running back, you love it. If, if he's your first running back, you're like, eh. I better hope I have. I better hope I'm just uh, out everywhere else. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Well, uh, yeah. Say you go. Say you go. Say, say, say you have the. Yeah. Say you have the turn. Say you went yep. like wide receiver, wide receiver, and then he came to you at the end of. The, you know, you've got him at that third turn. That's 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 pretty sick. Yeah, I, I can go with that. If you know, oh, wait, yeah. what are you saying? <laughs> you know saying if you if you have pick twelve and you go wide receiver, wide receiver, he's not going to end up in the late third round. Well, if you the first pick of the third, yeah, he'd probably be there. I, I mean, just you're not going to go wide receiver in the first five picks. Nobody would probably go wide receiver in the first five picks. No, I'm saying if you had the twelve, you had the one twelve and the two one in a startup. Or in yeah, a redraft. And then you and then it's gonna go all the way around to pick number thirty six in overall draft. Maybe. In the third round. Like he won't make it there. I don't think. Well, you have goons. <laughs> goons are there, but goons might also pick them in the first round. Too. Goons gonna so, goon. <laughs> so goons are gonna goon, dude. Yeah, that's why I say late second round. Okay. I, I mean yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just saying it, it would be nice. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm could, saying. Could have, could have a massive Broncos fan. It's like, oh fuck it, I'm yeah. going first round. Okay, I'd pick, I'd pick if you want to go this way. I'd pick him over any of the wide receivers in this game, but for sure, who wouldn't? I'm with you, Gary. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. What about Melvin? Where are you? What round in a twelve team would you? Where's the earliest you would draft him? What do you got him rank? What do you got him rank? What do you got him? I feel like I feel like I'm down on like I'm. I feel like I'm probably down on him than more down than what I should be. I got him at thirty. Oh my. Thirty-four. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. I'm sorry. RB twenty-two last season. Let's say he's like a a high-end running back three. That's where I got him at. Like in twenty-five, twenty-six. So I got no. That's a low end. I have I have Devin Singletary above him, Kareem Hunt, 
Chase Edmonds, Pollard, Kenneth Walker, Miles Sanders. Yeah, you have him as low end running back. High end would be like 25, 26, 27. Okay. But, I mean, that's where I'd probably put him as a high end running back. So. Which that would make Javante Williams go down quite a bit to be like a high end running back too. Since they're kind of splitting heads. Yeah. I'd, I'd be happy if Melvin was my third. Like if I had two, yeah. but I would have, I'd right I'd have to, I'd have to have two really good running backs. But yeah, if he was my third, I'd be okay with that. I got flex. only, yeah, yeah, flex, not bad. But definitely as a running back three, where I only have to use them like one, one time or twice. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we did. We hit everything in the Broncos. Anything else you guys want to talk about there? I think we covered. Yeah, Tim. It. Yeah, Tim Patrick's the best receiver on this team. Next. So that. So that, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Are you guys? Are you guys calling him a sleeper? Officially. Yes. Yes. Okay. He's been a he's been a sleeper for the past two years. I think he can get it done, dude. I don't think he's going to be the. That's going to be tough for him to be the best. But I love that bold take. All right, so let's let's no, let me throw no, this. I'm just, I'm, I was just kidding. No, I love it, let's, dude. Uh, I mean, he's going to have his days for sure. Trust guys, me, he's going to yeah. have his days. Let's yep. switch. Let's switch gears to dynasty real quick. What are you offering for Tim Patrick in dynasty? What round pick? What round rookie pick? Um, Obviously, you'll get him for a first. I don't know if I can throw a second. I throw a third out there. You can't throw a I second out there for Tim Patrick. Yeah, I agree. He's, you think he's worth a third round rookie pick? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you wouldn't offer a second. Would you? Would nah, you trade a second? Would you trade a second? If it yeah, came to it, I would. Early, mate, late, middle. Let's get let's get to the details. Second, late. I mean, we're, we got to say you don't know where you're going to be heading when it comes to your second, but I would not trade a future second for him. Okay. No. But, yeah, obviously would, obviously would take a second for him. I mean, fuck. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would take a second. But, yeah, third. Third. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd be third. I think I would do a third. I don't know about a second. Yeah. I like I mean, my seconds. I like my he's, seconds. He's definitely 28, man. I mean, I just contract restructured, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, he could he could work. He can gel well with Russell Wilson with one of the greats for sure. I mean, he was and, what in PPR number 42. So it's a wide receiver four right now. I mean, as a and that's without somebody like Russell Wilson coming aboard. So I can see him as like a wide receiver three. Yeah, nope. no, at best, and, and, and I'll pay K- a third for that. And KJ Hamler hasn't really stepped up because I mean, he's everybody... definitely injured a little bit, but yeah, and he's and he's the fifty well, fifty guy. Yeah, he, he's the fifty fifty guy. He he, I've seen him uh, win jump balls. Uh, he he's the he's the um he's the rebounder on this team. Mm-hmm. So. All right, guys. Well, that's we knocked it out. Those are the, those are the teams. Four up, four down. Mm-hmm. And we are through four divisions, actually. 
coincidentally, all for the 4th of July. Hey, <laughs> what? There it is. There it is. Guys, that was a great is, pod. Is, is, is this the most, this is a dumb question. Is this going to be the most competitive division? Like, are they going to, are like the games going to be separated by like one or two games? I, I mean, I think I'm asking an obvious question, but it's going to be yeah, like, it seems that way, dude. like, like for instance, what I'm saying is like, you'll have one team go 12 and five, the next 11 and four, the next, or no, 11 and six could even be 11, and six, 10 and seven. That's how I look at it. Like it's a one or two games, even between first and fourth place might even be separated by two or three games. Yeah. It's tough. That's how I think that's how small the margin of error is on this in this division. Totally, dude. I mean, so the rest of my hair is gonna fall out, Ty. That's the answer to your question. Sounds good. <laughs> oh boy. All right, guys. That was a great pod. Let's get out of here. Let's get let's get this fourth of July started early. Bang bang. Fireworks. Cold beer. Here, here. Hell yeah. Cool. Hell here, yeah. here. Thank you guys for listening. Everybody, enjoy your 4th of July. What division are we going to do next, Gary? Uh, we are going to do the – we just did NFC West last time. We're yeah. Do, let's do the North. We're going to go with the NFC North. NFC North. Okay, can't wait. Talk about the Lions. Oh. The Lions. Oh, yeah. Shane's got to be on here for this. We will get him on here. We will get, we will get our guys back. We will regroup our squad and expand oh so greatly guys for gary at gars underscore poetica follow me john cena (laughs) follow me please for ty at social media ghost john cena already follows him so anybody else that follows him you are inferior not superior you cannot see him you can follow me on twitter at jhicks804 again you can follow all of us on twitter at the fluke underscore ff go check out www.theflug.com again my rankings will be posted and then we'll all have some rankings and we'll all have a great time and then what else do we have that's it that's it guys everybody have a happy safe fourth of july please don't reenact jason pierre paul for the sake of all things holy and i think that's it guys Hey, John, John Cena, gonna, please li- please listen to this. I'm going to hand off this podcast to the viewers, if you will. Good night, everybody. Go, Bills. <laughs> <laughs>